0: to Interfaith Talk Radio being brought to you by Dr. Pat Worldwide on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. The show is streaming on the internet at interfaithtalkradio.com and we are sharing and expanding dialogue on interfaith understanding and the celebration of our shared spiritual quest. We are a rabbi, a Muslim minister, and a Christian pastor. I am Rabbi Ted Falcon from Beit Aleph Meditative Synagogue, and I'm joined by Jamal Rahman of the Interfaith Community Church and Don McKenzie of the University Congregational United Church of Christ. Now, it happens today that I'm actually at the studio without them. Uh, Jamal is at an interfaith conference in Mexico and will be back in a few days. Don McKenzie has had surgery today, and I'm happy to report that he is out of surgery and out of recovery and into his room and being sassy already. And as his wife Judy told me, a little loopy, but after five hours of anesthesia, he deserves to be loopy. So our prayers continue to be with Don for the healing he is beginning now. Uh, And for this hour, we are going to have uh, just a rare surprise. The first time we've been doing this show for a little over a half a year. And this is the first time we have live music in the studio. You know that uh, we've mentioned before that we often begin our show and close our show and some of the segments even with music from a group called Ancient Sounds. Ancient Sounds has various configurations of people, three of whom are in the studio with us and we will hear from them both to talk a little bit and to have them play in a few moments. So part of our show is going to look at And listen to the kind of energies that kind of support the spiritual search in a musical way. Sometimes I think that all religious institutions are really places where we can join together to sing and do music together. And everything else is kind of extraneous. So we're going to do some music today. In the second half of the show, I'm also going to be inviting people to call to talk about issues that have come up in your lives relating to interfaith relationships uh, or anything to do with issues that the whole uh, spectrum of interfaith has created for you or that you've experienced, perhaps in your relationships, perhaps with your children, perhaps with your parents, just kind of to talk about some of the issues and how it looks and how we're doing with all this in our lives. So for those of you who'd like to note our telephone number, we are at 425 373 5527-425-373-5527 5527 425 5527 and toll-free in western Washington 888 kknw and KKNW is 5569. So I will mention again when it's time to call, but it's not time to call yet because it's time to get into some music and we have in the studio Gary Latham who started with his flute some three years ago and gathered together with him a group calling themselves ancient sounds and translating those ancient sounds through ancient instruments. Gary has a rack of flutes here so, welcome to the studio. Gary is here. His wife, Margot Latham, is here. You will hear her didgeridoo uh, in a few moments. And guitarist and singer, Danique Jower is here. And you will be enjoying her voice in a moment. So, first, just welcome to you.
1: Thank you. Hi, thank you.
0: And Gary, I wondered if you wanted to say something about the configuration of ancient sounds or your choice to gather a group together. Um, what
1: this is for you. Well, for me, the music is a chance to express love and feelings and emotion and connection with other people. And I play the music to empower through feelings. I don't put any intention on what people are to feel, but let them feel what they want to gain from it. And our name, Ancient Sounds, comes from the use of ancient woodwinds as kind of a core with the didgeridoo's and shakuhachi and Native American flutes and other flutes uh, that we play. And then to that, we have an ensemble of people, of a permanent core of people that uh, form Ancient Sounds. We do uh, civic events, many things in, in the Se- greater Seattle area, usually run at about uh, six or seven people. And today we have uh, Danique with us, and uh, first song, we're doing a song. It sounds good. Tell us what it is. First song is called Love is a Miracle. And I think the title stands by itself. I mean, love is a total miracle in people's lives, transformative in what it's capable of doing for people. And uh, Danique wrote uh, the beautiful words for Love is a Miracle. And she'll start the song. Mm-hmm.
2: miracle de tous les jours une présence un instant de silence qui nous berce à l'infini mm. Thank you.
0: Couldn't stop from clapping. Uh, you deserve an applause. Uh, That's from our bona fide studio audience. The music is haunting. The music is the the just the kind of music that reaches into the heart and into the soul and invites the listener to open and to be transported as you mentioned gary you don't know where people are going to go with your music but the energy with which all of you flow the music through you is palpable Mm -hmm. and it moves you and because it does it brings something to those for whom you play I've I've been able to be at various places where ancient sounds is playing and when we started this radio show and we needed music to begin the show and end the show it was your CD that I brought into the studio and I said okay and when I mentioned it to Gary he said uh, that we were free, that he would be delighted. Whether we were able to mention who the music was played by every week or not was not an issue. And please use the music. And I, on behalf of all of us and on behalf of our listeners, we deeply appreciate that. This is Interfaith Talk Radio. We're here every Monday from 5 to 6 on KKNW, 1150 a.m., Alternative Talk Radio. We're going to be taking a break. We'll be coming back for more of Ancient Sounds in just a moment.
2: I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can't seem
3: to get over this. Change results in loss. With death in the family, divorce, or major illness, there's going to be grief when you're feeling overwhelmed or like you just can't get through it alone you can heal through grief counseling you can call sibyl lundy at whole life counseling
4: for nearly 10 years whole life counseling has been a safe place to come to peace with life changes call 206-683-1561 or see my website at wholelifedesigns.com
5: can changing what you think really change your life Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how intentional living and the power of affirmations can change your life. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share her story, her company, and advice on how to live intentionally and design a life you love. More information about Affirmagy, log on to Affirmagy.com. That's Affirmagy.com. Hey, Julie, where have you been? Benny,
4: I just returned from a fabulous seminar with Karen Ramsey, learning about how my relationship to money is holding me back from living the life I want.
5: Well, I can't seem to save enough money to contribute to an IRA these days, but I think, you know, it's just too late to start now.
4: Well, Benny, I see that you just bought yourself a latte this morning, and how many times a day do you do that?
5: Uh, I'd say like two or three times a day, but I mean, seriously, what's your point, Julie?
4: If you save the money you spend on just one latte a day, you'd easily be able to contribute $1,400 a year to your IRA. No
5: kidding. Huh, I never thought about it that way.
4: Well, Karen Ramsey says it's never too late to start no matter where you are. And the sooner you start, the better.
5: Well, you know, that's fine with people with money, but how can someone like me afford financial advice from someone like Karen Ramsey?
4: Well, you don't need to be wealthy to get excellent financial advice. In fact, why not tune into her new show beginning October 12th and learn about the myths about money that keep us from living the lives we're meant to live. And visit her on the web at caringmoney.com. That's money caring Money.com.
6: Huna is the ancient spiritual teachings of the people of Hawaii. Huna says, A pau, ko ike I ko halau. Think not that all wisdom is in your school. It's important to remember that no matter who you are or where you come from, there's always more to learn. Call 800-800-MIND or go to Huna.com to learn about the March 10th through 18th Huna event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call. The Huna Workshop and the Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are. You're more than that.
0: More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Interfaith Talk Radio on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. For those of you who'd like more information about the three of us who normally do this hour of Interfaith Talk Radio, you are welcome to visit our website, interfaithtalkradio.com. You'll see even pictures of us and some information about other things in which we are involved. We're here at the studio today with Ancient Sounds, Gary and Margot Latham and Danique Jower. You'll be hearing from them again in a moment. I'd like to remind you that the second half of this show, for those of people who would like to call in and talk about issues and difficulties on paths of faith and interfaith to kind of share some of the challenges of interfaith moments if you have experienced challenge challenges and kind of let us know what directions because we need to go in the show because it is through our challenges and through the difficulties we confront in life that we learn What we need to know more about and the directions of our growing to which we are called. So again, for those of you who'd like to write down the number, it's 425-373-5527. And we'll be opening up the phones in the next segment. So, we've got Gary and Danique and Margo, and I'd like to ask you, Danique, how... How long have you been playing with the group?
3: Well, actually, I think that Gary, uh, you forgot one year. Because my anniversary for um, uh, coming back to music and uh, playing uh, and singing in a band was four years ago on Valentine's Day. And uh, that was with another band called Hegira. And... um, and then that's how I met Gary. My first audition was um, in Celtic Bayou in Redmond, a little um, restaurant in Redmond. And that's how I met um, Don, who was the leader, who is the leader of Hegira, and Gary, who was the leader and is the leader of Ancient Sounds. And um, we just totally, you know, liked each other right away. And, um, and Gary invited me to be part of Ancient Sounds and to bring... My I started a lot with a lot of improvisation, (laughs) um, vocal improvisation, and then um, I started to write lyrics on on musics, Mm. and then that's how the songs developed in pretty pretty fast actually, and um, so Don Baragiano is the co-writer of a lot of these songs that we play. Uh, Love is a miracle is his music, and. we just use them with ancient sounds. We use them in a different way, in a more meditative way, or in right. a more, uh, you know, with lots of different sounds. So it's very fun to uh, to be exploring music and words uh, through different lenses.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate that. What are you going to play? Next song is Celtic Heart. It really comes from a Celtic tune that I... Came up with it. I just loved the sound of. I brought it into Ancient Sounds, and like a lot of her songs, it spun everybody else into uh, adding to it. One of my favorite parts about uh, Celtic Heart is danique's singing in it. I, I play the uh, penny whistle, to, so then she'll uh, sing back to me. So it's it's fun interplay of love.
0: we've heard from Danique and Gary Margot is also here you've been hearing Margot kind of in the background as an ocean as rainforest the didgeridoo hasn't appeared yet but Margot did you start playing right away
2: well, I came along with Gary, yes. <laughs> so we started together uh, just to back Gary up, you know, with first with the ocean drum. Uh-huh. And then we learned the didgeridoo together. But then Gary discovered the flutes, the Native American flutes and the shakuhachis. So then he couldn't do both. And so we kind of shared the space. And it was a good accompaniment. And, it was just, and then we grew from there.
0: Great. People don't know it, but Margot just lifted up the microphone from the floor because. She thought it would pick up the sound better from down there, but she found crouching to speak a little bit awkward. So I'm glad that you're again upright. And, um, you know, it's quite an assortment of instruments. I wonder if you'd give us a, a tone on the didgeridoo. <clears throat>
2: Oh, I can't, I
7: can't hear myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. We're approaching our break. We'll be back with you. We'll have time, I'm sure, for some more music. Please remember that we're inviting your phone calls if you'd like to enter into a little bit of a dialogue on issues and difficulties on paths of faith and interfaith. This is Rabbi Ted Falcon at Interfaith Talk Radio, and we'll be right back.
8: church of christ wants you to know about the god is still speaking campaign a national effort to let everyone know that this denomination welcomes everyone no matter what to the worship of god and the service of the church we believe that god has much much more to tell us about the good news of the gospel of jesus and about what love can do to help us with this beautiful but troubled world to find out more log on to www.ucc.org index.php
5: we wish you blessings for your life Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch of Crown Hill Chiropractic with your Maximizing Living Tip of the Week. When seated, the average person will breathe in 30% less oxygen, which can lead to mental and physical fatigue. If you're seated for long periods of time, make sure you stand and stretch every hour. Also, take in a minimum of six deep breaths for every half hour you are seated. To learn more about maximizing your life, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800 huna is the ancient
4: spiritual teachings of the people of hawaii most people who study huna want to know more about themselves and the world around them if you are interested in a more spiritual view of the world and want to discover a whole new universe around you then huna is for you call 800-800-MIND or go to huna.com to learn about the march 10th through 18th huna event in kona hawaii mention the dr Pacho when you call the empowerment partnership whatever you think you are You're more than that.
0: Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk 1150 AM. And welcome back to Interfaith Talk Radio on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. And please remember that we are streaming worldwide. You can tell your friends wherever they are. They can hear us at interfaithtalkradio.com. This second half of the show we're inviting callers the topic is issues and difficulties on paths of faith and interfaith the phone is ringing eric is going out to answer it And in the meantime i'd like to mention that ancient sounds is going to be playing this sunday february fourth at ten a.m. at woodenville unity it's actually i understand where gary started playing so it was the first place he played Woodenville Unity Um, I might as well mention that I'm going to be speaking this Sunday at Center for Spiritual Living so if anybody wants to come to church to find a rabbi I'll be there this Sunday we've got Sally Jo online hello Sally Jo
6: hi Rabbi Ted how are you? good so I have a question for you yes Or might call it an issue, or uh, you're sort of soliciting uh, issues or questions or problems that have come up. Um, I've been involved with interfaith, probably, I guess you could say, all my life, although I don't know that I always called it that, but I've always been involved with uh, exploring other religions. And I've found that in general, people are pretty open to the idea that um, religions have things in common and that, you know, there's a lot of spiritual unity and things you can find in common among religions, but the problem I encounter in, in among my friends and family often is the people who feel that religion itself is the problem, that people who hold religious beliefs um, are themselves creating all the a lot of the conflict in the world and the, the trouble in the world, particularly people who hold what we know of as fundamental religious beliefs, and um, in my effort to... Become aware of and understand all different kinds of faiths, including all the ranges of types of faith. Um, I try to understand the people who have fundamental beliefs and, and find what I can in common with them. But there are so many people right now in this culture, in this day and age, who say that fundament- fundamentalism itself and fundamental beliefs, beliefs that religious texts are, are, for example, literally true people who quote religious texts and use it as a reason to uh, justify actions in the world that uh, might be abhorrent to many of us, uh, they say that's the problem and that we should not be tolerating that kind of belief system. So I wonder how you would respond to that kind of a focus.
0: I appreciate that, Sally Jo. What you're speaking to actually is the heart of a lot of difficulty not only Uh, For those who are not involved in any religious practice uh, to Mm -hmm. those who are, but also intra-religious groups Mm -hmm. where those who are on the more progressive end uh, have difficulty with those who are on the more literal or fundamental uh, or orthodox ends and vice versa. and it often seems to me that what has been what was meant to unite people often serves to divide them and it's often like that that we start out with something which is meant to be supportive and growthful and we wind up creating monsters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is likely that whatever the religious viewpoint we feel comfortable with resonates with uh the level of awareness that we're operating in at any given time in our lives. Mm -hmm. And certainly, for those people who are in need of a greater degree of certainty, any orthodox tradition provides that certainty. Mm -hmm. And it also allows us to kind of know where we stand and to congregate together against a common enemy the real challenge of course is to grow a society which is supportive of a true pluralism and if we're going to have a pluralism then it's gonna to have to open its arms to embrace those with very widely differing viewpoints so that our real task and i think you've framed it well is how do we open our hearts, and how do we open our minds to those who have more fundamentalistic beliefs than we? And
6: whose minds may be closed to us.
0: Well, <laughs> but it's like, others, you yeah. know, all of us talk about developing some kind of deeper love than that which is simply conditional. Mm-hmm. You know, some kind of unconditional love, which essentially means you can't make me not love you no matter what mm-hmm. you do. You're not in control of my heart. I'm in control of my heart. Mm -hmm. So how do I at least, even when I'm faced with somebody who's telling me I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. open and say, I hear you. Let's talk more. Right. You know, like, can we find a a venue where I can listen to you Mm -hmm. and where in return you can listen to me? I don't want to convert you. I don't want to convince you. I don't want to be converted, I, want, I don't want to be convinced, but I do want to know more about you and more about what's important to you and more about what you care about and more about what you believe.
6: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very beautiful, yeah. Well, I hope we can do that. I know there are folks out there writing books and, and pro- proponents of the idea that we shouldn't tolerate Intolerant religions, and I'm just, you know, I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, of course,
0: that's a pray. paradox.
6: Yeah. It's like yeah. we're going
0: to do a witch hunt, and if your religion is too uh, fundamentalistic or too exclusive, uh-huh. then, what, I mean, what are we going to do with you?
6: Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's, I like I, your, I f- like
0: frankly, your I think the, those who, gather them their energies opposed to the religion are in fact that's their religion mm-hmm. their religion is to get together and complain about all the people who have these particular religious beliefs
6: right that's a good point right or worshiping something other than god maybe worshiping uh, their own power base or whatever else it might be that they're that they're promoting
0: it's uh it is a a very complex issue it is as complex as human consciousness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and our goal is to raise our own levels of consciousness so that we are contributing more love and compassion to the world than simply contributing more anger and upset the world's got enough of that
6: Right. So it's right. like, how
0: do we talk to our neighbors, and how do we talk to our friends, and how do we talk to our family members who mm-hmm. are feeling very, very differently than we feel? And it's like looking at them and affirming them as authentic human beings carrying the same life, the same presence that we carry, mm-hmm. and... Uh, do everything we can to celebrate their presence without, without uh, ignoring our own. Sally, Joe, thank you very much for your call.
7: Thank you
6: for your answer. That was very deep. <laughs> thank
0: you, Um I look forward to talking more. All right. We're going to turn to uh, ancient sounds. And are you going to play fog? Yep. Okay, we're talking about a melody that's called Fog. And I would encourage you, those of you who are listening, if you're in a space where you can close your eyes and meditate for a few moments, that'd be great. If you're driving in your car, no meditation allowed. (laughs) But you can listen to the music anyways. So, and I'd like to just ask the next caller who's on the line to please hold on. We'll be back with you after the music.
1: This is Fog. It's written by a friend of mine, uh, Mary Youngblood, and it's very tonal and very cleansing, I feel. Good healing song. Mm
0: Thank you and do we still have someone on the line hello madani is on the line yes how are That's you Rabbi Ted? okay madani welcome to the show
9: thank you I, I'm a Christian, and uh, I was married to a Jewish woman for over 20 years, and uh, we were at a uh, relationship workshop, and an Israeli man said that his daughter was going with a Christian man, and if they ever got married, that he would kill them both, and I felt threatened and shocked by this. and. I I made a point to talk to him at the break. I screwed up my courage, and uh, I just asked him about that, and he told me that he felt concerned that the Jews were dying out, and I just saw that he was just so full of fear, and I was flooded with compassion for him, and my heart just melted, And I could see that it was nothing personal to me, and... I just felt so connected with him heart to heart and, you know, human to human. And I was so glad that I talked with him about that. And, you know, I, I just felt that we're all connected in, in oneness. And I just think it's important that we uh, talk heart to heart with others that we may appear to have differences with. Yeah, but
0: appreciate- That was
9: the revolution, revelation to me.
0: Right. I appreciate that, Madani. Obviously, what he was expressing was... An incredible fear and anger, frustration. Yes. Um, obviously, killing both of them is another way of reducing the Jewish population, which I don't <laughs> think is exactly what he would want to do. Not, not his intention. <laughs> you know, the the in some ways the issue that um, that you raise about interfaith marriage has been with us for a long time. And more and more religious institutions are welcoming interfaith couples rather than turning them away as they used to. Uh, When I was growing up, interfaith couples would basically wind up in Unitarian congregations. That was the only place where they would be welcome.
7: Mm.
0: Now, various churches and synagogues are welcoming them, wanting to support the faith tradition of who whoever wants to be supported by that place a lot of rabbis for example don't perform uh... interfaith marriages and i'm one who does hoping that the jewish person will be moved to even feel more strongly their Jewish identity as they are supported in affirming their partner's identity rather than feeling that interfaith is going to result in the loss of identity. Yes. You've probably heard us say often that we've experienced ourselves a deepening of our own experience of our own tradition because of the interfaith exchange that we've been able to enjoy yes so thank you Madani for calling I think um, Eric our engineer has fallen asleep here because as I read the clock um, we're a little past due for a break but he tells me I'm reading the clock wrong anyways there's a story I'll tell you about that when we return this is interfaith talk radio And we'll
5: be right back. The University Congregational United Church of Christ, located at 4515 16th Avenue Northeast, right across from the Burke Museum, wants you to know that it is a liberal and inclusive congregation waiting to welcome you to worship, education, fellowship, and service. We need your help to say yes to God's purposes. For more information, log on to universityucc.org. That's universityucc.org. Or call 206-524-2322. That's 206-524-2322.
8: Adults can share creative, fun, meaningful, and long-lasting experiences with their children who will learn about themselves with messages of loving self-image and emotional reinforcement. Love your children by giving your whole family the gift of inspired conversation with Seeds of Discovery books by Carla Miller. Seeds of Discovery books can be found at the Center for Spiritual Living, Island Books, Seattle Unity Church Bookstore, or by going to seedsofdiscovery.com or calling 888-426-1632. That's 888-426-1632. Are you yearning to live a more fully expressed and joyful
4: life? Do you want to explore and discover what ignites your heart? Heart ignites heart. Ignited is a potent coaching process created by Deborah Tracci, a life and transition coaching pioneer. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about this unique process. Go to heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100 to learn more. That's heartignited.com or 206-236-6100. Releasing the past and stepping fully into the present is now easier than imagined. Hi, I'm Sue Neufeld-Ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Dr. Pat and I will be teaming up to give you many powerful ways to open the door to an extraordinary life. Tune in and discover how, starting February 15th. For more information and to receive 25 tips to reduce your stress, visit QuantumHealing.us.
0: Proud to bring variety to your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. and welcome back to interfaith talk radio this is rabbi ted falcon pastor don mckenzie who is usually here with me is recovering he underwent surgery today and is resting in his hospital room our prayers continue to be with him for a speedy recovery uh... in My tradition, we call it a refuah shlema, a full and perfect healing of body and of soul. Jamal Rahman, uh, a Muslim Sufi minister who is also part of this show, is in Mexico at an interfaith conference, and he'll be back with me next week. We're talking right now about some of the Issues and some of the difficulties on paths of faith and interfaith. And we have Stan on the phone. Stan? Hello. There you are. Hello. Welcome.
10: I was uncertain about what your focus question was, um, but um, one of the difficulties that I've had recently with uh, interfaith is listening to people that go to interfaith congregations talking about it as if um, it was its own religious spiritual path. Um, For me, interfaith means the inter-between faith.
0: Um. Right. It's really interesting. I think uh, Jamal on the show several weeks ago was making the point that at his church, there are people from various religious traditions and there are some people who themselves don't have a religious tradition who seem to be identifying as interfaith and there is a a, a reality these days called an interfaith minister uh, or an interfaith chaplain and on the one hand such a person is trained to be supportive of those who are members of various faith traditions or identify as different faith traditions but they're also able to help those people who are interested in the spiritual wisdom of various traditions but themselves are not identified with either but that's a relatively new phenomenon and i hear that that's not a totally comfortable one for you
10: um, well like your former the person who spoke before me. I come from a large family, and um, they're very strong religions, but there are a lot of them. <laughs> and they do inter. <clears throat> they they have the intermarriage um, also, and in a lot of conversions to a variety of different religions. Uh-huh. i had um, Roman Catholics married to Jews, for example. And that caused Um, Although people didn't outright say anything, um, on the surface, I think they wanted to be polite in front of the children, there was difficulty over how the children, whether they'd be baptized or not. Right. And at least one of those children is a Quaker, (laughs) as a result, I think. My grandfather attended church three times on a Sunday, three different faiths, for over ten years.
0: Three different faiths.
10: Yes. Wow. And, um, actually was some sort of an officer, deacon, or whatever the the title is. And more than one, um, uh, several siblings, and et cetera, have had to change faith in order to marry. Um, things of that nature. So for right. me, watching this um, and feeling the discomfort, and there's also um, some interracial in there as well and I also grew up around the time of uh, uh, of the uh, civil rights from the very beginning right Um, and then of course you saw all the interest in the eastern religions with the the Beatles and such Mm -hmm. when I was in my early 20s I had studied um, under a Japanese tea master and ended up Being given a name, a sacred name, by him, so Hmm. it was exposed um, multi-directionally.
0: So you are part of this interfaith
10: revolution. Um, I think it was just um, by accident. Uh At one point, I did go see a minister and wanted to ask. There were major questions that the the Abrahamic religions, the organized or otherwise been known as the organized religions haven't been able to answer for me and i was asking this minister about these various large questions that still plague our our external society right today and his answer was well um this is the way you believe and if you don't believe that way then you don't you're not part of this and i just said oh and I got up and I, I just said, thank you very much. And I got up and left, and it left him befuddled. Right. Um, the next thing was that there was, you know, the the New Age-ism stuff going on. The one thing I tried to avoid was um, this is the thing that I am drawn to the most and practice the most, and that is indigenous. Uh-huh. And um, I avoided it because it was I didn't, it felt that it was culturally, might be culturally insensitive, mm. and um, but am attracted to it because it, it's a mostly. I you have to understand that number one, I would get in trouble for talking about it, and number two, there are over 500 cultures, meaning there are over 500 languages, there are up 500 nations on list that they call Turtle Island, and so I, there's no way that you can make an over overreaching statement about it, yet in faith in general. There. Right. But I find them to be non-interfering. Right.
0: I appreciate I appreciate talking to you, Stan. I'm glad I'm you called. We're going to have to uh, move toward the conclusion of the show. You sound like just the kind of person that this show is designed for. I hope you'll listen and contribute online perhaps some of your questions that we can look at as time goes on thanks for calling we are interfaith talk radio and we're in the studio with ancient sounds and
1: you're going to hear uh, Gary and Margot and Danique we're playing a song called Quetzal it's a Mayan market marching, marching song uh, and it's played on a Native American flute
0: and with other instruments and we are going to be going out of this show with this melody <laughs> blessings for don mckenzie's healing we'll be back with you next week at five o'clock on 1150 kknw am this is rabbi ted falcon wishing all of you a blessed week